Hello, everybody, and of course, welcome back to an episode of X Talk. And it's with your boy X. And it's you already know what to do if you are on Facebook. Please make sure you like and share this broadcast. If you are on our Facebook page, go ahead and hit that like button. And as well, if you are on YouTube, go ahead and hit that red subscribe button and that notification bell so you can be notified for shows like this one in the future. Thank you for that issue. And as well, if you are on Twitter, go ahead and check us out on Periscope x talking ish and as well ahead check us out on my personal page x underscore williams 81 all righty then as always thank y'all for tuning in for the divisional recap and before we get to obviously the games let's go ahead and get to our i mean i mean we keep calling him a special guest but at this point i mean we might as well call him you know a family member right you know a next door neighbor a guy that you have to go by and say hey sir uh can i come over and drink a couple of beers with you because you're an award winner and you know i'm not just i'm not just saying but i am just saying because this man here mr kc from just another football show is not just a podcaster but this man is an award-winning beer maker so i just want to make sure i throw that out there because uh if, if 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 you don't say KC, I must talk about your achievements out there in the beer the beer world. Well, I appreciate you, sir. We uh, we do make some damn good beer, that's for sure. We uh, we appreciate all the shout outs. Uh, man, just another football show, rolling it in. We're having a good time this time of year. Playoffs. Who doesn't love it? Let's talk some football, boys. I'm in. You guys already know what we do here. We uh, preview, of course, the games on the weekends. We recap them on the Tuesdays. Here on X-Talking Ish, uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in uh, throughout the whole season, of course. The season's pretty much wrapping up. We literally have only like two more real weeks of football. You know, you have that little Pro Bowl flag football weekend, but nobody really counts that nor really cares. But uh, from when it comes to the real football, we have, of course, this Sunday. And then a couple weeks after that, we have Super Bowl Sunday, and that'll be it for football. And um, since we have our our chief guys here, we're, of course, going to start off with the first game that kicked off uh, the divisional round last week, and that was the Jaguars versus the Chiefs. Now, even though the score indicates that the Chiefs only won by seven points, I, I don't think the score really tells the tale of how this game panned out. Now, the Jaguars competed, and you could probably say, hey, this war is justified. It looks like that the Jags were close to winning and they probably could have won that game. You could, you could probably say that. But in reality, even with a hurt Patrick Mahomes, it's just still not enough to beat um, what is honestly what is destined for the Chiefs to continue to do, which is continue to try to make this a dynasty type of run for what they've been able to achieve over the last five seasons and for them to get back to another AFC Conference Championship game it seems as though that is um, it's a, a little bit of a a little bit of an entitlement. No, and no disrespect to any of the Chiefs fans or anybody like that, but just it, it seems as though that ever since Patrick Mahomes has graced the Chief Kingdom over there, it has been nothing but smiles and rainbows and sunshines. There have been times where things might have been a little gloomy, but for the most part, we have Patrick Mahomes there in the backfield. It seems as though y'all gonna win more games than not. So. I'll start off with my, my guy, KC, since he is our guest, Ishmael. 
Um, KC, the way this game play, uh, played out, was it everything that you kind of expected or not so much? And and also, what was the overall um, – your overall thoughts of the performance of the game as well? I mean, I, first and foremost, I think you got to give it up to Jacksonville, right? Like, that's a good young team. They're going to be good going forward. Um I, everyone forgets they traded for Calvin Ridley, and that could be a thing that could even make this team a little bit better. So, um, hats off to them. They played a really good game, good young team. Um, I mean, that being said, I, I don't – and maybe it's, you know, it's the uh, entitlement or whatever, I suppose. I, I never really felt worried throughout most of this game, right? Um, like the Mahomes injury happened and that's probably the closest that we got. And even at that point in time, I think my concern was more next week than this week. Uh, I felt like Chad Henney could go in with a two score lead and, and at least maintain that defense would have to step up, which they, you know, sort of kind of did. They're getting pressure. They're doing these things. So, um, I think that uh, it went as well as can be expected. Kansas City's not in these games to blow out opponents. It's not what they're doing this year. They don't give a damn about what the spread is, especially at home when the points are big. They just don't care. They are uh, they're out to win a game. Wins is wins is wins, and move on to next week. That's that's the goal, and uh, that's what they did here. And as you can see with KC bringing up the spread, as you can see, the Chiefs were an eight-and-a-half-point favorite coming into this game and won only by seven. So, again, and for the uh, for the people out there that like to go and put a little money down, you know how that went. Um, other than that, though, KC, before I give it back to my guy, Ish, are you worried about the Patrick Mahomes injury? Is this something that – is a concern for you moving into this weekend and the conference championship game? I mean, from the point that the whistle blew, my anxiety started for this weekend, man. Like I'm, I'm ready for Sunday to get here. I just got to know, like it's, I'll be stressed all week, but yeah, I mean, of course there's always something to be worried about when it comes to, comes to Patrick Mahomes and mobility. I think he's got good pieces. I think he can get the three-step drops in quick dumps. Travis Kelsey's that guy. Um, you know, and if they cover him up, someone else is going to be open. That's how this team is built. If they're going to double Travis, then, you know, Juju will be open. Some, someone's going to be available, dump off to McKinnon. They've, they've got a lot of weapons here. So I'm not really, like, overly concerned with the Mahomes thing. Um, but, I mean, again, this is, this is a Cincinnati team that's had their number. Um, not a huge fan of that. But this is a chance for the Chiefs to uh, to sort of get vengeance on them losses and and give them one where where it counts. So let's let's go is really where I'm at. Ish. Um, yeah, I mean, like like Casey said, I wasn't too concerned about um, the game early on. I think the most I got concerned was when Mahomes initially got hurt. Um, and then once he kind of moved around, even the drive that Henny had, I wasn't too concerned after that. I felt like, you know, they were going to go out and do what they wanted to do. The only thing that I would say based on the victory that, you know, and maybe it's just a little bit of nerves from my part is I wanted it to be more convincing. I wanted to be, I wanted to feel a level of confidence that would reassured me going into this game against Cincinnati. Um, because I just feel like 
you're going up against a team that's won three in a row against you, um, a team that we know they have no problem going into Kansas City and playing the way that they want to play. And the game just seemed, yeah, they did their job. I mean, and it's kind of been the same story all season. There hasn't been much throughout the season that has really wowed me or really made me feel like um, this team is going to make it to the Super Bowl. The whole season, they just made me feel like, I mean, they can do the job. They're going to go out there and find a way to win the game, but they're going to allow a lot of these teams to stay kind of close. And, you know, it's never like a convincing victory. And that's the one thing that I told um, my neighbor who was on our show a couple of weeks ago, who's a 49er fan, uh, we were talking and I was telling Trenton, I was saying, you know, the one thing about this team versus the team that won the Super Bowl is I felt like the team that won the Super Bowl had that we're going to put you away and we don't like we're going to make a statement. We're going to put you away. We're not going to allow you to stay around in the game. Right. This year, though, I feel like this team is just a team of we gonna find a way to win this game. It doesn't have to look good. doesn't have to be pretty. We're going to find a way to win the game. And while that works, and I'm hoping that once again this weekend we're able to find a way to win the game, um, I think, though, when you play teams like Cincinnati, you need a little bit more than that. And that's my concern. Now, I, I, I understand that would be a concern to you but because not just – I think with the championship team, you I think it was the defense that really, of course, stepped up for you guys that that allowed that push to be able to win that championship this this season. The defense play a lot more bend don't break. That's just what I see. Um, there's nothing wrong with that type of defense, but you don't want it to break obviously at the wrong time, especially in a conference championship game or in the Super Bowl. Let's get to the comment section right quickly. Says every time we play the Bengals, Pat has major. Third downs and momentum shifting runs, a touchdown run in the last three games against them. His limited mobility has to be a concern for sure. But I like Kansas City said, even if it's Chad Henney, it's still buckle up and let's go. It was nice to see Frank Clark get some action in. Darren Poole says Mahomes won't finish the game since the defense will put pressure on him. Now, I definitely – like that comment because I did talk to Lee about this uh, issue over the past weekend. Um, he's he he was uh, he he seems a lot common this comment, but the way that he was texting me over the weekend, he was very concerned about his boy Mahomes. And y'all, as Kansas City fans, do know literally last year, um, Joe Burrow and the Bengals are three and zero against Kansas City, and and I know I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. But even when it, when Patrick Mahomes was fully healthy, he wasn't able to beat the Bengals. And with him coming into this game, with him having a little bit of mo- a limited mobility, is that a concern for you guys when it comes to like Lee saying, with him uh, with him using his mobility to be able to continue moving the chains? If he's not able to do that, is that something that? will make this game – I mean, because we, we saw what the Bengals defense was able to do to Josh Allen at home in the snow, right? It wasn't just it wasn't just a game that happened with Kansas City over the past weekend where it started snowing, but it really didn't affect the game at all. That Kansas, that Buffalo game, it was pretty heavy snow. 
Kansas City, I mean, sorry, Cincinnati, even though they are used to playing in those conditions, not Buffalo conditions, right? And for them to go in there and get a win, they are they are confident. They've already been to Kansas City and been able to get wins in, in the past. So, again, just throwing it back to you guys, not trying to set y'all up for failure right now, not trying to be that guy, but I'm just – I'm just wanting to get into y'all's heads and just figure out what are y'all thinking re- realistically going to this game, knowing who the Bengals are. I think I really feel as though that Joe Burrow don't care. Like he's one of those guys where he's going into this knowing, like, I don't care about Patrick Mahomes and the in Kansas City crowd and all. Like, I'm that guy. So, how do y'all feel about that? I think this is literally the first time in the last five years where y'all have an opponent, and besides, besides last year, where y'all have an opponent coming in knowing that he's as good as Patrick Mahomes or even better? Um, I mean, from my standpoint, that's not what I'm worried about. I think that this offense is different than um, the offense that they played last year. I think that the makeup and the build of this offense, the way that they ex- uh, the way that they go out and game plan and attack defense is different than what they had last year. And even though they played earlier in the year and, you know, Cincinnati was able to find the win, I think that one – um, the offense is going to be ready. They're going to have a game plan. That's one thing you got to believe in Andy Reid. My concern is more so this defense and whether Frank Clark, that defensive line, is able to get pressure and also stop the run so that this young secondary doesn't have all the pressure on them because that is my concern in this game. My concern going into this game is the secondary. Um, it has been the secondary. It will continue to be the secondary. Um if we are not able to get pressure, if the Cincinnati Bengals are able to come and control um, the line of scrimmage like they did against Buffalo, because let's be honest, we'll talk about it later on, that that was the difference in the game. The difference in the game for Cincinnati and Buffalo was not, um, you know, anything of as far as like getting pressure on Josh Allen and all this other stuff. The pressure, the difference in that game was – the offensive and defensive line of Cincinnati just dominated. They dominated that Buffalo team. And even with all the offensive linemen that they had injured, I mean, you got to think about it. The way that they ran the ball against Buffalo, if they're able to come into Kansas City, run the ball like that, if if Joe Burrow is able to stay back there and have time and basically pick apart this young secondary, there will be problems in Kansas City. Like, that is my concern. My concern is not Patrick Mahomes. I know this offense. I know Andy Reid. They're going to find a way to attack this Cincinnati defense. The concern has to be defensively. Can the defensive line do what they need to do to stop Cincinnati from running the ball and put pressure on Joe Burrow without having the blitz so that this secondary isn't getting picked apart? Let me get to the comment section right quick. Darren Poole says, as a Dolphins fan, if you think Henny can beat Kansas, can beat KC, the zombie outbreak will happen on Super Bowl Sunday. First of all, <laughs> first of all, as a Michigan fan, we will not talk bad about Chad Henney. That's what we will not do, okay? Henny uh, given Saturday or something. Yeah, Henny brought me beautiful years at Michigan until until Rich Rod took over, and we won't talk about that anymore. But anyways, 1777 memorabilia says this playoff games are going to be mindfuck. And he also says that's what I'm thinking. He also says I've learned – that what happens last week was very little has very little impact on next week, and I feel as though I mean that's literally every week, and especially in the NFL, and honestly, this, especially the past 
this past season, every week there was some type of upset where they made you look at NFL and say, what is going on? I think that is going to go on for the next two, three, four seasons just because of the, these NFL teams are just that much better than they were in the past. There are going to be games where uh, you know, an upset is going to happen literally every week. Uh, Darren Poole also says, since he looked like the home team more than overrated Buffalo every time they should, Josh Allen, he looked cold on the sideline. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Buffalo very soon. Don't worry about that. Let's go ahead and get into the Giants and the Eagles. And, whoo, what a game, right? Uh, and I'm not talking about that in a, in a good way, as in a close uh, competitive game. I'm talking about. Seems as though uh, if we we talk about it a lot when it comes to it's hard to be a team three times in a year, but it seems as though the Eagles had no problems taking care of the New York Giants, and maybe that week off was uh, was what they needed uh, to be able to make sure everybody is is full and, and ready to go uh, to make this playoff run because they look like they are running on all cylinders, and even though um, you know you could say oh it's just the Giants or you can say you know, the Eagles should have did that or whatever you want to say. I don't think too many people saw a 31-point down against a team like the Giants that a lot of people feel as though um, is a team, I guess you could say, on the rise just due to what they've been able to do this season at least, and they probably want to continue this success next season, and we'll see. They seem as though they want to continue to bring back the crew with Daniel Jones, Saquon. Of course, obviously Brian Dable is going to be there, so they're going to be on the running back tour. But for right now, um, obviously the Eagles took care of business, and we'll see you next season, uh, New York-ish. KC in the NFC are the New York – I'm sorry, my apologies. Are the Philadelphia Eagles the team to beat right now? Obviously the 49ers are the only team uh, left in the NFC, but are they the dominant team in the NFC? I mean, they're they're the one seed. They're the team to beat, right? They, they've been the team to beat all now, season. Now, sometimes, long. sometimes, just because you're a one seed doesn't mean we looked at Tennessee. I get it. Abs, that's all I'm saying. Because you're, you're a one right, seed. You're right. It's a it's a fair point. But I will say they were a one seed in a division that sent two other teams to the playoffs. The the they didn't have the cakewalk that the Titans had when they were the one seed. Uh, this division was at least exactly. decent in a maybe subpar NFC, right? But, um. I don't know how much I'm taking away from this game, right? Like, it was very very good performance from the Eagles. I'm not taking a, a thing away from them. Um, but I, I don't know how much they were really tested here. You know, they were up early, quick. Jalen Hurts wasn't hit. This team was putting points up with, uh, you know, Kenneth Gainwell and things like that. Like, tell me Nick Bosa doesn't get in the backfield and hit Jalen Hurts, and all of a sudden that injury is a real thing. I, I don't – like – I, the Eagles are the team to beat, absolutely, to answer your question. And they're, they, they're the favorite going into this. They should be. The link's going to be just wild on Sunday afternoon for sure. But I don't want to take anything away from this Niners team that can actually do the things that this Giants team could not do at all. Like, not at all. Yeah, I mean, Casey, you said exactly what I wanted to say um, when it came to um, – the Eagles, yes, are the team to beat because they're the one seed, right? They've shown all year long that they are the team to beat in the NFC. However, you got to take this with a grain of salt because 
let's just talk about the difference between the Eagles and the Giants in this game. One sack to five sacks. I mean, that is a big, big difference there. Uh, five and 13 on third downs versus 10 and 14 on third downs. Like, there are things that New York was unable to do that when you really think about this 49ers team and you think about their makeup and you think about the way they've played all year long, um, I just don't know that you can overlook this 49ers team. I think that going in, you're going to give the respect to the Eagles and say, hey, you've shown it all year. Until somebody is able to beat you, we're going to give you that props. But I am very much uh, concerned for Philadelphia in this game. I don't know that Jalen Hurts is 100%. He didn't get tested enough for me to know that. Um, I don't know that they're going to be able to get the level of pressure on Brock Purdy that they were able to get on Daniel Jones, considering that Kyle Shanahan knows how to game plan for these teams. And just like we talked about the Chiefs having so many weapons and being able to move people around and attack you in so many different facets of the game, San Francisco can do the same thing. So this is not going to be a walk in the park for Philly at all. They're going to be tested more so than they were tested this past week, probably the most that they'll be tested all season because this um, this San Francisco offense, it, it's a different offense than what people were seeing earlier in the season, right? Even after, a couple weeks after they got Christian McCaffrey. This offense is totally different than what they were during the season. Um, and this defense all season have proven they deserve that number one position. And the adjustments that they make at halftime, my goodness. Um, I am excited for this game. You said um, X last week that the winner of that Cowboys um, 49ers game was going to be a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I could see it. Let me get to the comments section right quick before I uh, say my little rebuttal and all that fun stuff. Uh, 1777 memorabilia says Giants versus Eagles is a great example of uh, everyone was on the Giants because of how they looked versus many. And he was talking about what happened last week has no impact if this week also sells Bengals versus Bills as well. Look how shit the Bengals looked versus the Ravens. That's a divisional opponent. And, of course, we all know how those things go. Uh, he also says, I wouldn't pick Philly. Very little experience in the playoffs. Shanahan got a great crew to game plan. Also states coaching is still king in the NFL as long as as long with talent. Again, hey, that goes hand in hand. Can't have coaching without the talent. Can't have talent without the coaching. It just it goes hand in hand. Mike Parsons looks small versus 49ers O-line and also in the blocking packages, especially made him a small linebacker. Let's get to Greg. He says Danny Dimes was mediocre-ish. And if you, Yo, if okay. you tune into X Talking Ish, you do know how much Ish loves him some Danny Dimes. So we'll get back to that. Hold on, Ish. Hold on. Let me finish up the comment section. Fresh Walden asks, do you lock up Danny Jones? And Saquon Barkley after this loss, I'll let, I'll throw that to both of y'all so y'all can answer that. Darren Poole also says Purdy is due to have a bad game. He he had an average of three quarters against the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys dropped two picks, which uh, they should have had. Also, Eagles secondary is much better than the, the Cowboys and won't drop the picks. My boy got melanin says had to come through to hit the, the like one time. Got a crash. I'll catch y'all boys on the rebroad. We appreciate y'all as always for tuning in. So let's get back to the first one, Greg. 
Talks about Ish's boy, Danny Dimes. You want to rebuttal right quick, Ish? Yeah, I'll go ahead and rebuttal. I mean, yeah, it's easy to look mediocre against a really good team when you don't have the weapons. Let's just talk about it, okay? You can't have Danny Dimes being the go-to playmaker for this team. We talked about it going into the game. I told you, the Giants have not played the NFC East well all season long. There's a reason for that, because the defenses in the NFC East and how they played against um, the New York Giants, they were setting it up to make Daniel Dimes into the star player. And Danny Dimes, let's be honest, while he is the star player of the New York Giants, he is not meant to carry the team. We need a little more from Saquon. We need the um, we need wide receivers. They don't actually have any real wide receivers out there that are making any impact at all. So they are. They they play for Kansas City. Okay. Well, yeah, they play for Kansas City now. <laughs> so um, so when you're trying to make Danny Dimes create and do all of the things, you're going to have a game like this, and that is exactly what happened. Um, right. And follow it up with this one, sir. Yeah, you lock up Danny Dimes. You go out and you get him some weapons. Go get him weapons. You got to get it. But I will say this. Saquon is the priority. Because if you don't get Saquon back, I don't know what you're going to do. You can shake your head all you want to, KC. We already seen what happens when Danny Dimes doesn't have Saquon Barkley there. It's going to be a nightmare. Um, That's fine. You don't sign running backs. You don't sign running backs. That's all there is to it nowadays. It's just not a thing. There's there's, There's enough kids in the draft. Go get somebody. I get Saquon was a game changer. He was on every single one of my fantasy teams. He was undervalued this year, and he really showed out. But, man, unless he wants to take a team-friendly deal you in today's well, yeah, you NFL, have to get him you on a cannot. Team-friendly deal. I, is he going to do that? Because it depends on what he's willing to do. Because signing a running back to big money, ask X. It's not worth it. Like, but who's, who's going to sign Derrick him Derrick Henry is the only the potential exception to prove the rule, and that's a question mark right now. You yeah. don't pay running backs in the NFL. You can go out and get an Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round. Like, why? What are we doing? I running mean, backs are a dime. But a who's going to sign him for big money? I don't think anyone in the league signed and said he for can big come money. back and take. So a he's going money. back to the Giants on a friendly deal discount. I'm happy we brought I'm happy we brought this comment because because I did read this earlier and I'm happy he said this. He said Saquon did decline 12 mil today. He won 16 like CMC. And that's what his agent. And now here's the thing about it. I understand why he might want 16 because let's be real. CMC ass might not deserve 16 because of how his ass be on the bench half the time because he hurt is in the re in the most recent this past season. He's been healthy for the most part. I think he missed maybe a game just due to a little Nikki uh, injury here and there, but Saquon, you've got to prove to everybody that you, that you're able to play a full season. I think this was the Thank first you. time where he was able to actually, be healthy for more than uh, uh, 15 games. And I agree with everybody saying when it comes to, you got to at least minimum take the team deal. But I million percent agree with KC when it comes to no disrespect, Saquon, but you're, you're living off your name right now of what you did at Penn state. You have not done anything in the mm-hmm. NFL mm-hmm. to where anybody's saying, Oh yeah, I got to have Saquon on my team. You're no good. Don't get me wrong. You're still electrifying. You're, you're still a good, good yeah. player, but you're Saquon is still replaceable. And that's that's just that's just my opinion. Saquon is replaceable. He's 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 Saquon Saquon plus wherever else you can spend your money is the replaceable thing. Right? They got no wide receivers. We just talked about this. I mean, man, I, look at the look at the receiving stats from from 
from the game this weekend. Man, it's sad. Not even from right? the game, from the season. It's just horrible. Oh yeah. my. Well, that guy's gosh, hurt. I mean, man. I do I do think that someone like Wondell Robinson can be a good wide receiver there if he can stay healthy. Um, but yeah, they they got to go out and get pieces and if they're paying a premium to a running back, I, you know, I cool. Right now Giants fans are absolutely happy to have went from what four wins to the divisional round. Like it's great. It's all gravy right now for them. But I, that ain't going to live very long, especially in New York. So I, they got to figure something out. They got to get some wide receivers. If he's willing to come in and take a team-friendly deal, then, yeah, I'd absolutely bring him back. But my focus right now is getting getting Danny Dimes on, like, a two-year deal. I ain't giving him long-term deal. I give him, give him like, two years. Maybe see if Saquon wants to come back yeah, on a good deal. A see if you can go get some running back or some wide receiver depth and see what you can do. But – Man, paying those guys long term. I think you saw the real Danny Dimes on on the game this weekend. No, the guy that's not. Their last that's few not weeks. the real Danny. Dimes. They don't get to play the terrible Vikings defense every week. That's the thing. That's not the real. Not, Danny not in that Dimes. NFC East, at least. He needs some help. He does need help. That's sure. Darren Poole says Barkley better not take a hometown. Man, he better home. take that he also, hometown. He also deal. says uh, you give Daniel his money. Look at what Brian Dolphins out here handed out money, Darren. One year, he also says, "Are you kidding? Christian McCaffrey stayed hurt in Carolina. He got his money. I know because he screwed me in fantasy every year." And I look, I agree. I don't, I don't think uh, Christian McCaffrey deserved the money. But look, I'm not the owners out here giving well, us. He does now. Money. He does right I'm, now. Right now. now, we talk about right now though. We, yeah. We're talking about but, but this is what got that deal three years but ago. Can I say this? Can I say this? The Niners didn't give him that. There's a big I know difference. He I know Carolina. I know who gave him the deal. There's the point a big is Carolina difference, silly though, for doing it in the first place. Go because ahead. Carolina in Carolina, he was the end all be all. In San Francisco, he's going he to was. get a lot of help. He's gonna get a lot of rest in game. We've seen it already. He deserves the money now because he's gonna be able to make it through the season. Fracture Watt also says D hop to the Giants. Hell no. I don't think so either. Uh, the, the two teams that are on the radar year. so far, from what I've seen, are the Ravens and the Patriots, which I honestly don't. No, ain't no wide receiver worth his ass going to the Ravens. Ravens. But that's my thing. Right. I don't really see him going to either or because of the relationship or lack of there is with Bill O'Brien. And we just saw Bill O'Brien, of course. Playing Kansas City. It's fine. Figure it out. <sighs> See, that's just again the rich just continue to keep getting richer. That just trade off Sky Moore. We'll get D Hop. Oh, yeah, years. please trade oh, Sky Lord. Moore. Greg said him. you can trade Miko too. Greg Let, says Miko ish. <laughs> Greg says be accountable ish. He sucks. I still love you dearly. Right. Y'all gonna Danny see Danny Dimes. when he gets help he next year. Y'all gonna see the real Danny Dimes. Super Bowl next year for the Giants. All right. Please don't mm. please don't state that mm. on, on this show. Don't mm. state that. You don't believe that. Super Bowl next year for the Giants. You don't even believe that. All right. They're going Darren Poole does say you can't just easily replace Saquon production with just any back. Yeah, I'm going to go draft Bijan. Look, I'm – I don't even need Bijan. I can, There are so many running backs that are coming out this year that you – Look, I'm going to be – I'm going to saying. Everybody can hate me for saying this, but I really don't understand the Saquon fascination and why – I don't know. Is it because of the thighs? Is it because we just ever seen somebody with such strong thighs and before? He, he had a really he can, good year. Is it because because he can man. jump? He led my fantasy team. Like I don't, I don't like. Don't get me wrong. Like he had a bounce back season this year. Like he really did have a bounce back season. Come back. But can he continue this? That's the real question. Is can he do this for another minimum four years? Right. That I think I mean, that is what everybody's no. trying to figure out from him. The answer is no. But the answer is no for 
98% of running backs, which is why you don't sign yeah. a running back to a long-term deal. You move on and draft a guy. Well, good thing we're talking about quarterbacks in this game <laughs> because the, um, the only team really that has a, a legit two legit running backs is the Bengals, not so much the Bills, but it doesn't matter who the Bills had in this game. It seems as though it would not have been enough to take down the power cats we call the Bengals. So with that being said, my Chiefs guys, this is, of course, the team y'all will be playing against in the AFC Conference Championship game. You see the Bengals yet once again. Are y'all surprised at the result, um, or is this expected just due to who Joe Burrow and the rest of this team is? Let me hear what you got. Expected is probably a strong term, right? Like, I, I picked the Bengals to win this game. I bet the Bengals to win this game. I made some money off the Bengals to win this game. Uh, this is the most embarrassing loss of the weekend. I, I saw the Giants game. I, uh, you know, I watched the Cowboys and that whatever play they ran. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, this oh, is the most embarrassing loss of the weekend. This team was out of it from that Jamar Chase touchdown from the jump. This, the Bills were just done. And this, and this, no one wants to talk about it, but it's the exact same sort of uh, game flow that we saw in that Monday night game. I think that game was done too. I think everything. I, I don't know, man. This Bengals team is for real. They are very good um, for, you know, a multitude of reasons. Joe Burrow is a very good quarterback. Uh, this Bills team, we talked about it on podcast. On my podcast tonight drops tomorrow. I, I got questions about the, the window for this Bills team. You know, Josh it's Allen's contract, Josh Allen's contract money doubled next season. They got guys to pay. They brought in someone like Vaughn Miller for specific reasons of, Winning mm-hmm. a game like this, I know mm-hmm. he wasn't there. Maybe take a take a page out of the NBA's book and and some load management. Get these guys. You're out there. You're out there killing teams during the regular season. They don't need to be out there the whole time. We gotta get them stats up, baby. But this Bills, I, I get it. You're building in those stats to contracts, things like that. I get it. But I don't know. I didn't. I'm not surprised that the Bengals won. I'm kind of surprised in the fashion that they won. I thought this was going to be a close game, close-ish game. I thought it was going to be a good game. This game, one good, it was a bad game, and the Bills just they gave it away. It was a bad, bad performance by the Buffalo Bills. First of all, I don't know why Ish is even shaking his head because Ish you picked the Bills to win this game. So why are you over here shaking your head like, oh, I'm not surprised by at all by the way this I'm game. I'm not surprised by pick the Bills. I picked the Bills just to pick the Bills. I didn't even pick the Bills. Ah, I thought they were going to win. What are you talking about? You know, I just picked the Bills. Last week when you got all the picks right, you was over here talking about, look, I went undefeated. Now, yeah, now man, this I went undefeated. Around, you just like, okay, it's, but of it's course, all good. This I'm just the picking one, just a pick. This, this, the one that, this the one that dropped the ball. Oh, and, oh, hey, this, this is the thing. Yeah, I picked the Bills. But the a whole week going into the game, I already told you what was going to happen. I already told you. And you know how you know how you know what's going to happen in this game? Because the King Troll himself after the game was out there smoking on the Bills pack in the locker room, Mr. Eli Apple. And Eli Apple is the – he is what this Bills team is. They are trolls, okay? They want to come out here and just troll the damn league. Okay, they just like to go into people's people's stadiums and just go troll them. Just go beat them. Just go beat them. And then after the fact, they're gonna be smoking on the pack and be looking at everybody like, mm-hmm. 
Y'all thought, man, look at look at what Joe Burrow said. What did he say after they won? Yeah, y'all gonna have to give out all them refunds. I mean, I, I, I told you going in, they are this young team that really they just do not care. Okay, mm-hmm. they don't care who they're playing, where they're playing. They are going to go out there, and they just got that swag about them that they don't. They are gonna go and ball out. I knew it was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna happen. You know why, Josh Allen? He's just not made that way. He's not Joe Cool. He's not made to. Go okay, ahead. I have I have a question. I have a question for everybody. Everybody, not just of course my my gentleman that's on the show. I want to I want to ask this. Everybody's tuning in as well because I think we're having a very very important conversation right now. Because unfortunately, I think we are in this social media microwave society where we are so quick to crown somebody so quick to throw somebody away after a bad performance so quick to want to put a label on somebody something some game some organization after one thing and not letting everything play out like the beautiful career is supposed to and and let us see everything develop before we even get a chance to then say this player team dynasty happened this way and i'm not going to use geno smith as an example but just again a guy like geno smith we thought he was going to be done with after you know the jet situation and he had he has an opportunity this past season to redeem himself just after one year we don't know if he's going to continue on but he redeemed himself right we have guys throwing away like a, a justin herbert and say oh he ain't gonna be any good josh allen oh he's not gonna be any good well, let's just go ahead and send joe burrow as the best quarterback past, past Patrick Mahomes because of what he's been. Yeah, there's people out here putting him as QB1 right now. I don't now. know if I'm putting I'm him just, I'm just saying. So Mahomes, but yeah, he's he up there in the conversation with Pat. He is, but we, we are very quick to have this clickbait society type of thing to where we're not letting these guys play these things out. Because next year, if, if Justin Herbert's in a conference championship game or a Super Bowl, we're going to want to uh, put him nah, get, past get the hell whoever. Out of here with that damn Justin I'm, Herbert. Nonsense. I'm just saying, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Ish. I'm the just next thing you know, tell me Kirk going to win the MVP and be a Super Bowl champion. My point is, let's let these guys play it out a little bit more before we continue to Dude, say thanks. Josh no, Allen no, is not who this guy is. How much more though? We've hit the bet three years in a row now. I, yeah, I, exactly. Okay, Thank okay, you, but okay, hold up, hold up. Patrick Mahomes has been to five conference championship games and have only won one Super Bowl though. He's been to sure. five. Okay, conference okay, okay, games. okay. That don't mean shit. You didn't win them. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, you, well, you won well, a Super Bowl. Okay, you didn't win a Super Bowl. Who, who gives a damn if you go if you go and go to an appearance of a conference championship game? Can, can who cares? Go win the whole thing. Can I ask you a question? Though? Can I? Ask I mean, you, you did you did pre-recording, but okay. Let me let me ask you this question. Those five conference championship games that he's made it to, right? The ones that he's lost. Are you saying that Patrick Mahomes lost those games? Did Patrick Mahomes has a have a bad enough game that you looked at Patrick Mahomes and you said, you know what? Maybe this guy isn't who we thought he was. No, it's full. no. He has he has it's he's gone well. to everyone. Sometimes, he's shown sometimes you things he knows how to ball does out. Not right? go Patrick Mahomes way no, because he's no, in the defense. No, no, no. Sometimes Josh things go Allen way because because Chad Hitt comes in and saves the day for for Patrick Mahomes. Oh, you can't. Goodness, we can't go out here and continue to write the the script that Patrick Mahomes is the Lord and Savior for Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Relax. I didn't say he was. Relax. Relax. I said is, okay. He didn't play poor enough for you to say. 
I understand, and I respect that. that. But Josh Allen, he he played poor enough that we can say he's not that guy. He he played poor enough at home. Why? He got got spanked at home. But we've had guys like a Brady and and Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger who had bad performances. No, I never seen Where they've been able to redeem themselves and and win a Super Bowl or or go back to another conference championship game. I've never seen it. Okay. You you getting Not old on me? You getting old on me because you acting like you act like the old man that no nah, my my generation is better than this generation. These boys out here don't not play no football. Man, okay. I let's get to Lee. He says super embarrassing, and that Stefan Diggs embarrassment was a cherry on top. And we'll get to that in a second because Lee and I uh, agree to disagree on on that whole situation, and I'll talk about that in a second. Greg says if you guys were the GM of the bills, what do you do next? It was literally Super Bowl or bust this year, according to the standards. And let's be real. Do the bills really have standards of Super Bowls? Like, let's, let's relax on that one. I mean, their, their standard is getting to a Super Bowl and losing, but that's another conversation for another day. Darren Poole says the bills are overrated. Josh Allen losing. Brian Dable was critical. He turned back into a reject Brett Favre. Oh, Lord. That's a lot of a lot of uh, speaking of gunslinger, a lot let's, of shots. Let's not, for, let's right not forget he's a Dolphins fan. I I understand that, but <laughs> I, 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 with that being said, you might you might be right because the way Josh Allen put fifty on them boys, you you yeah yeah, gunslinger turnover machine. I understand that, but yes, uh, Fresh One also said Joe Cool passes Mahomes if he beats him this weekend and wins the Super Bowl. That would be two Super Bowls. And one win in the first two years of his career, in my opinion. Yep, I can see it. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Again, look, the NFL is getting very, very spicy. And I think the NFL is going to be in great hands when the Brady, AFC whenever Brady spicy. retires in the next what two, three hundred more years. Yeah. I don't know exactly when oh that God. will happen, but Brady's immortal, so I think we'll see him in probably Super Bowl three hundred and fourteen, um, and hopefully he'll be able to get his hundred and fifteenth uh, ring after that. Uh, other than that, let's get back to this comment, and I'll finish it off with Lee. If you guys are the GM, what are you guys doing with the Bills? Start for KC. Like you said, I think we are quick to sort of to dump teams. My my problem with the Bills is their upcoming cap situation, right? Like I said, Josh Allen's cap number is going to double. Yeah, the cap will probably go up, right? So that offsets a little bit. That's the thing we never talk about when we talk about quarterback contracts is it it goes down and down and down as the cap gets bigger. Sure. But um, this team has got to figure out the running game. This team, I said it from the draft. There is absolutely no reason at all that they shouldn't have drafted a running back early, a good one committed to the run got josh allen out of the running lane because i mean we did and didn't see it we're going to find out in the next few days right whether it's super true or not that josh allen's dealing with a multitude of injuries right that's he's going to turn into andrew love real quick uh yeah my ankle hurts this hurts this hurts this hurts uh mind you guys they they, they could have just went out and drafted Brees hall how great would this build team would look if they mm. had done what i said all offseason before mm. the draft and drafted Brees hall the one thing I didn't want them to do, and they they didn't do it. I, I there was it. there was a lot of chatter over during the season that trying to get Christian McCaffrey traded up there one way or another. There was a lot sure. of talk of that, just didn't you know uh, manifest. I mean, they could do a lot. It just really depends on their cap situation. If if Josh Allen's willing to work with that contract, 
there's a lot that could be done here. I'm not throwing the Bills away. Bills are probably still going to win this division. Like, who's the quarterback for the Dolphins next year? We don't know. Is Tua coming back? I ain't buying it. Tua's going to play half the games, and then, you know, the other half, he's going to have a concussion. So. Bring back, like, Fitzpatrick or something? I Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> I, think, I think Fitzpatrick is fine with his uh with his TV game. You ain't, you ain't lying. I don't know. I think this – I don't – like, this team will still be playing in the division around next year. You know, I, we are quick to overreact. X, you mentioned that. I think it's true. I think we're also quick to overreact to the Bengals being crowned the next greatest thing. Um, I mean, but we were doing that with the Chiefs, which don't get me wrong, they yeah. are. They are. But they, you, you got to to be a dynasty. You got to win two. You got to at least start off with winning. You can't be a that. dynasty with winning one. And again, no. you can get to ten conference championship games in a row if you only win one Super Bowl out of those ten. I mean, it doesn't. It's the LeBron. It's the LeBron thing. Getting to, you get to four Super Bowls in a row. Conference championship yeah. games or getting to all those finals. If you're not winning them, we're going. We're looking at you differently. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's fair that it's fair to say that like you can't be a dynasty until you win two. Sure, that's fine. I, I mean, I would say this. This is the year for the Kansas City Chiefs to just kind of. Uh, quiet down some of these doubts about about that, right? And Patrick Mahomes to quiet that, especially because with Tyreek Hill leaving. Tyreek Hill left, all that stuff. You're leading you know, the league, you're you're leading the league in passing as and whatnot. As, Patrick Mahomes looks like the MVP of the league, probably. Or Jalen Hurts, you know. Yeah, I mean, and with the Bills, the Bills aren't far away. I don't think we're necessarily throwing them away, but I think the nature in which that they got beat, like you said, this being the most embarrassing um, loss of the weekend. Um, it's not a situation of we're saying they're going to be bad next year. It's just a situation of saying we got to take them being a contender with a grain of salt as far as being in that top two of the AFC, which a lot of people thought they maybe were number one for a lot of the, uh, um, a lot of seasons. People were thinking, oh, they're way better than Chiefs and everything. Now we're looking at them and we're saying the same problems that we've identified before are the same problems that nice. are still still affecting them. So they need to figure that out. I think they need to go get a running back. They need to, you know, get younger on the defensive line, I think is a big one for me. Secondary is a problem. I mean, well. They got guys hurt. Micah Hyde being out, my Iowa guy, he he's – I'm not I'm not convinced that Trey White was ever healthy. Like he never looked right out there. So give him an offseason to get right. Like th- there are they'll things be that this team can do and they'll be back. Yeah. But and this is a t- if I'm a Bills fan, this is a tough loss to swallow. Like I'm not feeling good. I'm not watching any more football this season. Fractuana says hoping the Giants let go of Barkley and sign him. They need a running game. Allen can't be the only one doing anything. Lee also says his free agent running back class is absurd. This is their chance for Pro Bowl running backs and many others. And getting back to that Lee comment, um, so there was a quote-unquote incident that happened after the game where Stephon Diggs, um, of course, could have been different reports stated that he pretty much walked out of the stadium after the game. I just want to make sure we get all the facts right. I don't want to make sure I want to make sure that I don't miss anything, but I could have sworn that I heard it. It was after the game, correct everybody. And everybody just headed to the locker room, right? And he just, you know, got dressed and dipped, right? And until and then they um, brought him back and then until he they brought him again. back and he dipped again. Okay. So with that being said. What I made the comment of was not just that situation, but the tweets that he put out in regards of why do people want him to just accept a loss and not pretty much have him be 
okay with the loss. I honestly don't think that – I don't think him walking out of the stadium is that harmful in the locker room or him or puts him in a realm of being a bad person. I think that's just emotions getting the best out of somebody, especially a big game. We just talked about how expectations for this Bills team was at least make it to a Super Bowl. When you come up short, you're pissed off. I mean, look, I'm not making any um, – excuses for Stefan Diggs, but this is the same guy we just celebrated, what, five years ago for throwing his helmet after scoring a game with a touchdown, the, the, uh, the Minnesota Miracle? And we were just for that, by the way. Probably should have, but guess what? It wouldn't have mattered anyway because he still won the games. <laughs> My point is, is that we can't be – DJ more about that. We, we can't love him for showing emotion one time and then wanting to uh, have pitchforks and, and, and torches when he – Walk when the season is over, the season is literally over, and you're mad at him for walking out of the state because he probably don't want to hear nobody, you know, oh, it's all right, Stefan. Maybe next year we can get him. Nobody want to hear that crap. Nobody want to hear that. So, again, if I'm a bad person for agreeing with what Stefan Diggs did, either walking out or the tweets that he made or whatever it is, then I'm not apologizing. I'm letting you know right now, I don't give a damn because at the end of the day. Stefan Diggs knows exactly the same thing that we're talking about with this with, with this Bills window. This is my, it might have been closed. This might have been the season to where if they won, they might be able to reload for next season and the season to come. But like Casey is saying, the cap, this just how long will Josh Allen hold up? Just the way that he puts his body through all that danger. Will you get running backs in there? How long will that defense uh hold up? Because that's the secondary Poyer as well, too. I mean, how much longer does he have left? There's a lot of question marks on this Bills team to where everybody in the AFC sees multiple teams that are going to be better than the Bills next year. So we'll see what happens with the Bills. I know it's a lot. We'll uh let's, we gotta go ahead and move on, but I just think that it wasn't that big of a deal what Stefan Diggs did. Ish KC, how y'all feel? Uh, to me, the quote I always throw around when it comes to something like this is the the difference between uh, being like a diva and being passionate is your nameplate, right? Like some players get the get the uh, get the moniker of I'm passionate. They're just passionate yep. about football, yep. you know, yep. and it's the kind of person that they are. Or they're a diva. This is generally tied to like wide receivers, wide receivers, trust and me, bullshit like that. that. I, know. I will say, if you want to play devil's advocate, which I'm not, X, I totally agree with everything you said there. Like. It, if you're not mad that you lose this game, I don't know why you're playing this game. But Stephon Diggs was also the guy who made a show out of standing on the sideline watching the Chiefs celebrate after the season was over and he could have just packed up and went home and didn't. So, I mean, was that, a, was that a show or is that like something that a lot of people would do that? Though. Oh, a lot of people do that. No, a lot of people do that. But again, no, it was a photo it was, oh, I got it. No. I got it. I got it. I'm not even going to defend that. If you that's how you feel, that's that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. But when ultimately, you you're right. You're right. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you. No, no, you're, you're right. good. I'm, I'm not going to go back and forth. You, you good on that one. Uh, let me get this comment and I'll pass it over to, to Ish. Lee said, you can't have a C on your jersey and do that. Why nobody else who lose do that? I'm all for being frustrated and mad and don't want to accept in the embarrassment and the losses, but that's not a proper reaction on at any level. Uh, Tom Brady wears a C on his jersey. He out here tripping people after interception. So, again, 
Y'all can miss me with that captain stuff. Stop, Lee. I love you and all. Lee, I love you, but stop. We're not doing this. Is this no? We're not doing that. It it is. Hurry up. Last last comment. We can move on because no. No, I mean I didn't I didn't have a problem with it at all. I think that he's fine. Um, at some point, a little bit of you know passion about you know losing. I don't think it hurts anyone. He's motivated. He wants to win. It's happened over and over again. One game away. Uh, from getting that conference championship game, I mean, no, nah, I don't have a problem with it at all. Lee, I love you. You you're still my brother, and I and I'm and I'm always gonna be there for you. But no, no, this is one of those times. But no, I'm not agreeing with you. I love you. No, but we're not doing. It. All right, let's go ahead and move on to Cowboys and 49ers. And of course, Cowboys did what they do best, which is give us beautiful Monday morning uh, headlines and beautiful Monday morning uh, sports talk to. Watch Stephen A. with his uh, Cowboys hat, talk about the Cowboys and their shortcomings year after year and after year. And this was the game. This was the game that the Cowboys and the Cowboy Nation was hoping that they can maybe redeem themselves from last year's loss and that last play debacle. And it surely would happen again, right? I mean, we might lose to the 49ers, but not because of something that happens on the last play. That's probably that's that's that's. That's yeah, preposterous. That's not going to happen, right? Well, seems as though it's not that it's not that they lost on the last play. It just how the, last play, the last play that they ran probably wasn't the Don't best. Don't know play. how you do that. So, with that being said, um, I honestly don't know how to really start off with this one, guys, because there's a lot to unpack here and unfold. Um, I honestly feel like the better team won. I did pick the 49ers to win this game, but really that doesn't really matter because I felt as though that the Cowboys really should have won this game. Just watching this game, the Cowboys was in the driver's seat. I feel as though, I mean, be able to be, to be able to contain Debo Samuel the way they were able to do that, even though Michael Parsons really wasn't a factor that much, mainly because of Trent Williams, there was a lot of chess movement uh, that was going on throughout the whole game to where they they had it they had it and I just felt as though once they were once Christian McCaffrey scored that go ahead touchdown it pretty much it was it was a backbreaker um, for the Cowboys and also just due to the kicking woes as well I think mentally it just it just it just it was just a pile a pile of what could go wrong can go wrong for the Cowboys. And and like Dak said, for them to, as an offense to go out there and score 12 points, it is unacceptable. But like Casey said as well, when it comes to certain guys with certain name plates, some guys like Dak Prescott is going to be able to get away with murder like he just did uh, this, this, past, this past weekend. And I want to hear from you guys what y'all have to say about this game-ish. We'll start off with you. Um, the Cowboys found a way to be the Cowboys. Like you said, it, it did look like in parts of this game that they had this game kind of under control. It looked like they were going to find a way to win. Um, as much as, you know, people may want to say, you know, the 49ers, um, played well and this and the third, I agree with a comment that was made earlier. Brock Purdy had a pretty average three quarters of this game. Um, he played as I would expect a rookie to play in a moment like this. And unfortunately for Dallas, when it came down to it, he looked like the veteran who was comfortable and Dak did not. 
Um, Dak did not look like he was uh, he he looked like the moment was too big for him. If I'm just being honest, and some of that may have been accounted to Tony Pollard getting hurt and having to lean more on Zeke because of the two backs in the backfield, Tony Pollard was the better back all year long. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people may account to that. Um, but I just think that for me overall, um, Dallas just proved that they just weren't ready for this moment. Um, San Francisco made the adjustments when they needed to make the adjustments. They found a way to win the game. And um, at what point do we, what point do we just, you know, call it for Dak and just say, you know, go get someone else? I, I don't, I don't know. It's a tough one to say because he's not bad. But if you're wanting to win a Super Bowl, I don't know that he's that guy. Now, I'm happy you say that because I want to segue everything to KC right quick, especially with the comment that Fresh Water puts up. Pollard going down was killer to them. Zeke is done with the Cowboys. Like KC said, you don't pay running backs anymore. Drop and reload. There is always a hungry kid. And he draft. said he'll take a pay cut. Yes. And I was good. Thank you. I was uh-huh. good to that. Uh, he also says Kyle did what me and Ish wanted, didn't get cute, called a good game for his rookie. Um, in this situation, what are, what are you going to do if you are Jerry Jones, KC? Are we are we keeping Zeke or are we keeping the bunch together? Or are we um, letting him go? And also as well, like Ish, I was going to say with with Ish talking about Dak, pretty much looking like middle of the road Dak. Do you try and go out and go get an Aaron Rodgers? Do you try and maybe push for a Tom Brady and and try to capitalize on this Super Bowl window? Because you have a you have a top defense, you have some weapons. You just need a quarterback that can get you there. You know, do you go out and go make that move that it seems though maybe majority of Cowboy fan base might want? So here's here's the thing that I, I don't know it gets talked about or it doesn't all the time. The most criticized position of all sports is the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Point blank <laughs> period. That's it. Like center fielder for the Yankees quarterback of the of the Dallas Cowboys it it doesn't matter if the Cowboys are winning or losing or what it is he is going to get the most criticism and it doesn't matter is he a mediocre quarterback yeah sure compare his numbers to Kirk Cousins he's Kirk Cousins it's fine I'd actually maybe kind of rather have Kirk Cousins they're not that different yes look at the statistically yes not that different I agree now now the problem is the contract that 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 Dak has coming up really makes it next to impossible for them to do anything. I mean, he's he's $49 million on the cap next year. That's that's $10 million more than Josh Allen is on their cap. What are you going to do? You can't go sign either of these running backs to big money. Not that you should, but they're not going to be able to, right? They're, I mean, Zeke's a whole different thing. they got to cut and then figure out a thing. They're going to have to bring someone in for, for a low amount of money. I don't know who's trading you and taking that contract off your hands either. Like maybe a team who believes he's better would be better under a lesser spotlight, but I mean that eliminates what like the Jets because the Jets are also a big spotlight in New York. I mean, plenty of teams need a are, are a mediocre quarterback away from at least doing the thing the Giants did this year, right, and getting into the playoffs, maybe winning a game, making their fans happy for a year. But um, ultimately, I I don't know what Dallas. Can 
do to remedy the situation they find themselves in. And they're going into a division that's not bad, right? The Giants are getting better. We'll see what they decide to do. We had that conversation. Eagles are are good, and they're probably not getting any worse. And, and we see the commanders on the come up. Like, I don't know, man. What, uh, what can you do with that albatross of a contract that you signed him to? You know, with 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 Pollard going down, Pollard's probably your best offensive piece. I know some people will tell you that C.D. Lamb is. That's fine. Pollard's probably going to touch the ball more often than C.D. is. The only reason I say that, you know, maybe they could have used an Amari Cooper, but turns out with that Dak contract, they couldn't keep Amari Cooper around. They had to get rid of him and bring in a T.Y. Hilton, a, a poor man's Amari Cooper, right? Like, let's – they just didn't make the right moves. And I think this team is going to find themselves in a hole for a while before they can fix it. Because like I said, I don't, everyone can say all they want trade Dak. No one's taking that $50 million contract next year. Like I, give me Rogers over. If you're going to trade for a $50 million quarterback, give me Rogers. Like, that's, all, that's all. That's the only reason why I brought up because like of the, the similar contract. That's the only reason you're why. Looking at potentially making that deal, right? If I'm if I'm Vegas, I can spend that money. Let's reunite Rogers with Adams. See what happens. See if they that's can make true. another run at it. Yeah. If I'm the Jets, you know, same. I'd rather spend it on. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know that this is fixable, and I think that's the biggest problem. Is I don't know that it is. I, this team's probably going to hit a cap problem, and and you're going to see a dip in their record, and they're going to go on the downslide for a couple seasons until they can figure it out. If I really had to bet on it, Lee says Zeke pay cut Pollard a free agent, and the versatility he brings, he's going to get a bag, whether it's in Dallas or else or somewhere else, could be trouble. In fact, wasn't pretty much saying exactly what you just said, KC. Trade Dak, put it, put Coop in. And Cowboys are going to be in the bottom with my Texans in two years. Greg also says Packers already said they're not trading Rodgers to an NFC team. They do say that, but hey, the fun thing about anybody that offers about to say. I just want to say one thing about sports: you do not trust people with what they say. Do not trust people about what those folks out here lying through their teeth. Uh They they get out of that contract. They'll get. They'll find a way. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it just. I know sometimes players might not want this or ownership might not want to do this or whatnot, but when it comes to trades, one thing I've, I've heard all the time about trades is that nobody was going to always win. Both teams are both um, of the trade partners are not always going to win. Somebody's going to get more than the other. Like it just, it is what it is. Right. So for the Packers, if they're wanting to really move on from Aaron Rodgers and they feel as though it's to the Washington commanders then Hey, they're going to go ahead and, Find a way to get him to watch the commanders. I mean, if they, if they want to get rid of him, I believe he's got a no trade clause. So really, they have so he to can also, him. yeah, they got to pander to Rodgers or really anything else. Well, too, yeah, yes. We'll see what happens with that. We'll we'll talk about that obviously in the off season. Hopefully, Casey can join us for all that fun later on. on. Now, before we get up out of here for tonight, we're just going to preview a little bit of the NFC. Conference championship game. We're not going to give our picks ish and I because we will be back on Sunday for our pregame show to give you our picks. But because we do have KC on, if you don't mind, KC, you don't mind dropping our picks? Is that okay? I mean, I'll tell you what. I'll give you an answer. I'm good. I'm good. So we'll start off with the first game. See, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a DJ 
premiere drop right here on X Talking is. This is the first. I don't time have to make my picks on my podcast till Friday though. So okay, well, for the people that do not tune in to which is uh, low key tomorrow, to well, they should be, but. If you, if you don't tune in to just another football show, make sure you check tune in on Friday, but just pretend that you didn't hear this right now. X talking this show. I changed my mind. No, I'll give you the real you answers. Go. All right, let's start out with, like I said, NFC Conference Championship game, 49ers versus Eagles, number one offense versus number one defense. We know how that usually goes in the past, right? But it's a new day. Sometimes the number one offense gets the number one defense. So okay, let's go. We'll start with. Ish, ish. How do you think this game is going to go? And then I'll pass it to Casey. He'll make his picks, and then we'll move on to the AFC Championship game. Um, I think that this game is going to be a good, um, hard-fought defensive game. I don't think that um, it's going to be a runaway by any means. I think that you know there are going to be some teams, you know, trading back and forth a little bit. Um, but I'm excited for this one. I think this is the. This is going to be a really good one. I'm excited to see if Jalen Hurts is healthy, um, and I'm excited to see what Kyle Shanahan cooks up for that um, San Francisco offense, um, especially Brandon Ayuk. I think a lot of people overlook him when they talk about this offense, but um, I think this this game is definitely set up for him. You see, yeah, I'm. So when we when the playoffs started, we picked our Super Bowl. I picked the 49ers. I'm gonna stick with it here. I think um, I think it's just a small ball situation, right? We've seen the Eagles. You know, we talked to number one offense and one defense, but I mean, the Eagles defense has got to rank up there pretty high too, right? Like I don't know the exact number, but it's got to be up there. Defense has played pretty good all season long. Um, I do trust that Shanahan is going to have his guys ready to go. He's got a lot of weapons. If Brock gets Gets shaken up, and I and I hate as an Iowa guy, I hate it, you know the the, the Iowa State thing. But I, they've got just such a good uh, complement of guys that they can go to and take the pressure off of Brock. You know they can line up three or four different guys in the backfield. You've got George Kittle that can that can take dump off passes. I just think that they can draw up a plan good enough to keep them in the game. And give me the San Francisco defense. I, I think they're going to get back there. I think they're going to sort of rattle Hurts. I think they might, I don't want to say eliminate this run game, but they're going to limit it down to, you know, manageable. Give me a close game. I'm taking the Niners, though. Taking the Niners. You heard it here first. KC is going with the Niners. Fracture one says 15 to 17 Eagles. What an ugly score. Uh, and they win yeah, on a gross. safety bucket. I don't know if I want to bet that, that. I mean, man. If you want a game like that, 17-15 on a win on a safety, I, ugh, that's that's some ugly, sloppy football that, right there. Put that score into into sports books. You ain't know, lying on that money. One. Yeah, get a, get a get a safety and uh, the under. Ugh, yeah, you get some money. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the AFC Conference Championship game. Of course, Bengals versus the Chiefs in Kansas City. Let's do the same thing once over again. It started off first. We'll swing it over to KC. Yeah, um, it's all about it's all about redemption for for Kansas City. This is the game. Let's be honest. None of them said that what who they wanted, but at the end of the day, they all wanted Cincinnati. Three games in a row. You can't have it. You got to find a way to win this game. You can't have four games in a row. 
I definitely think Cincinnati finds a way to win this game. They've surpassed Kansas City. Um, and, you know, it'll be it'll be something to see if Cincinnati comes in and wins this game again in Kansas City. Um, there may be the excuse of Patrick Mahomes. How healthy is he going to be for this game? Of course, and, Patrick you know, Mahomes don't get caught out for around. nothing. That's the golden child. That's the side-on slinger. I we're gonna see. That's the TikTok. See that's the TikTok and little brother. On. Come on. How man. are they gonna try to pressure him with You've that? Been quiet all year. Calm down. Hey, that's why he's been playing this well. That's a, it's correlation. You see, you see, wifey has he's been. been you see, wifey hasn't been talking too much this season too. Patrick Mahomes said, "Hey, you need to sit your ass down over there." All right. You see, we see what happens when he put the family in check. He can go out there and ball again. I think he did tell them both to calm it down. You ain't wrong about all that. Casey, what you got? For Man, so I, you know, everyone wants to talk about Mahomes, and obviously that's the that's the big talking point, right? With the ankle, and is he going to be able to lead this offense? We we assume kind of if this game is going to go the Chiefs' way, a little bit of a shootout. Um, I I'm, I'm going to agree with some stuff that X said earlier in the show. It's it, it's the Chiefs' defense. We we really need to see the Chiefs' defense show up here. We need to see Chris Jones and Frank Clark and Carl Loftus getting in the backfield bothering bothering burrow making him make bad decisions and then maybe some guys on the back end capitalizing off that give me mcduffie give me justin reed back there maybe interception somewhere you know to sort of turn the game around make some things happen because i do think uh the talking point at the end of the game is going to be well mahomes didn't look like mahomes out there um, and, and I hate to say all that because I'm going to be honest with you guys. When the playoffs started, I picked the Bengals Niners Super Bowl. This is before the Mahomes injury, any of it. I just, I fear that the Bengals do have this team's number. It's a weird thing. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take, right now, I'm going to take the Bengals. Um, but if the defense can, can do those things, if they can get back there, if they can fluster Joe Burrow, which is not mutually exclusive. We saw teams get in that backfield. X. We saw your Titans sack him what, like seven, nine times, something yes, like that. Nine times. Still gets the Remind W. Like once again, please. Just because you're getting back there does not mean you're going to win this game. He is a different kind of beast. Um, but that is the first thing that you need to do, and sort of hope that you can make him make some mistakes. Um, this team is set up for success for a while. You know, we hear we, uh, the last thing I'll say. We've heard over and over and over. This season, it's if you're a Chiefs fan, you're sick of it. The Tyreek thing. How how the Chiefs doing without Tyreek? You know they couldn't they couldn't bring him back. Give me a couple seasons because we're going to be saying the exact same thing when Joe Burrow's on a long term contract and this dynamic trio of wide receivers they got to figure out. T Higgins they got to figure it out. T Higgins would be a number. We said it. I've said it so many times on my podcast this year. He'd be a number one wide receiver somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And is he tempted? Is he tempted by that when his contract's up and he can go do that? Don't know. Does the Christian Kirk money interest him? Maybe. Who knows? It like it interests me. It it you, you damn right it does. <laughs> so I I don't know, man. I, I think the Bengals have the I fear that the Bengals have this one, but if Chiefs defense can step up, give Mahomes an extra possession, uh, you know, the run game can get going. Give me that Pacheco, give me some McKinnon dump offs if they're getting in the backfield. That's kind of the the way it's gonna be. If they're pressuring him. He's got to be able to get the ball off quick to a McKinnon, to a Kelsey, to a Pacheco. Those three guys are going to have to have big days, I think, in order for the Chiefs to win this game. 
Fractal Wildness says, D-line has to show up for the Chiefs, and the Bengals just need to play their game, and they will win 31-17 Bengals. He has a two-touchdown advantage over there against the Chiefs. I think it's closer than than this, but I don't think it'll be a two-touchdown two guy. I think it'll be no, it's a, under, it's under seven. Under, under seven, I think. Um, 31-27, um, 31-28, somewhere in there. Honestly, it, I think it can honestly go either way due to not just turnovers, of course, but injuries. I mean, we we just, we just saw it this past week with with uh, Joe. I mean, with uh, Patrick Mahomes. If the defensive line for Kansas City can get to Joe Burrow and hurt Joe Burrow was was limping a little bit from time to time uh, during that Bills game as well, too. So, an injury for any team, of course, on any one of these games can change, of course, the 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 course of that game. And, you know, of course, we have to play it out from there. We've seen in the past Kansas City has a capable backup that can come in and be serviceable and, and yeah. try to drive a team down 97 yards to score a touchdown. And and Chad Henney obviously isn't the only other Michigan backup quarterback to come in and come do great things for their team. Uh, there's this guy named – I think his name is uh, Tom Brady who's done it before. So it's just one of those things where – Brock Purdy, that's who. Yeah, and Brock Purdy as well too. <laughs> And that's what the playoffs oh, are about. It so it's, a, <laughs> it's about creating these moments and memories in football history that we look back on and say, how in the hell did that happen? But it happened. So welcome to NFL football. And we appreciate y'all for joining X Talking Ish once again. We appreciate KC for joining us. Uh, on oh, very, very short notice. He hasn't been on in a while. I was just like, man, we need to get bring KC back. Well, I, need, I need to talk to you before the season. He brought me, he brought me on after a win, guys. See, see yeah, I, told I, you I, I told you I was going to bring you on. I, I told you I wasn't going to bring you on after just lost. I got you. You know, you know what the Bengals haven't done yet, though, for the record. I just want to point it out there. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about it. They haven't beat the Chiefs with a healthy Kadarius Tony. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll see if that is the deciding factor in this whole game it is a pissed off should be a good one guys i appreciate you guys have me on as always we appreciate you for joining us is there anything you want to say to the folks before we get about here sign danny dimes <laughs> maybe next year for danny maybe next year we'll, we'll talk about him and we'll talk about him in the off season we'll see what happens with new york all right. As always, once again, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. We'll be back on Sunday, most likely. Let me double check the time. We'll be back here around one o'clock. We'll probably do a one o'clock show on Sunday to pregame that uh, that conference championship game and also the AFC championship game, and uh, we'll go from there. So, again, we'll see y'all next time on Next Talking Ish. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you.